Hello and welcome to the Claire O'Sullivan podcast. This podcast aims to inspire every person to live a happier, healthier and more fulfilling life and to bring you the right information on how to do so. Thank you to everybody for listening to the podcast. If you are enjoying it, please hit subscribe and drop us a review. Now let's dive into the next episode. Hey guys, thank you for joining me on another episode of the Claire O'Sullivan podcast. I've not recorded a podcast in ages and I'm holding my hands up and calling myself out here. It's not acceptable. Um, Things have been super busy, which is a crap excuse, but today Mac marks the start of me getting more consistent again with recording podcasts um number one because I love it number two because I've gotten great feedback and people find them really helpful um so drop me a message on Instagram call me out Claire O'Sullivan underscore coaching if I'm not consistent with recording my podcasts um and also just drop me a message and let me know your thoughts on the podcast I've had some lovely messages some great feedback and things like that so I love hearing from you guys and knowing um how you're finding it and if there's anything you want any topics you want me to cover so today I've got a really cool podcast lined up for you um we're going to be talking all about how to actually build and structure a meal. So we're going to run you through a meal building masterclass that I use with my own clients and that I use myself as well. And this could actually change your life only if you implement the things that you hear, especially if um, you've not been doing these things already. Um, So I always say to my clients as well, there isn't much use like always taking on more and more and more information if we don't actually do something with that information. Um, So the, the method that we're going to run you through today, it's called the PMFC method. What does that even stand for? So P for protein, M for micronutrients, F for fats, C for carbohydrates, PMFC. Um, I would love if you're not doing this already or you're not looking at these things for you to apply this um, to the meals that you're eating and see like see how you find this method, see if you feel any different um, when you're doing it. Um, so step number one, P is for protein. Um, we don't just want any protein. We want we want to be having complete proteins. What are complete proteins? Um, they're the ones that contain all the essential amino acids that we actually need to get from food because we can't produce them in our body. The non-essential amino acids, our body's actually able to produce those from other proteins, from other amino acids. So um, we want to make sure that we're getting complete protein sources and the complete protein sources are the one that come the ones that come from our animal sources um and uh these are going to look like uh meat fish dairy eggs um greek yogurt uh milk things like that um fish like salmon tuna prawns all the fishes um and your your white meat your red meat um they're all complete sources of protein they give us all the essential amino acids um our not our incomplete proteins are going to be our things like our plants our like our beans our lentils our legumes our nuts um our vegetables our like our carbohydrates that contain a bit of protein um so those kind of things like our nuts our vegetables our pulses they have some protein but they don't have all the essential amino acids that our body actually needs so they can contribute to our protein intake but if we don't have some of the complete sources of protein then we're going to be missing out the benefits of 
protein are it has so many health benefits it's also the most filling macronutrient um it supports muscle growth and repair it's involved in the building of so many other muscle tissues as well um outside of just protein um it's it's going to aid weight loss if you're someone who's trying to lose weight um it's going to aid muscle growth and building strength if you're trying to do that um and why it aids weight loss is because it has the highest thermic effect of feeding in comparison to our other um macronutrients meaning that it actually costs us more calories to digest it than it does the other macronutrients so how much protein do we actually need a full serving um, of protein which is required to stimulate muscle protein synthesis is about 25 grams so we want to be getting 25 grams in each meal we definitely want to be getting 25 a 25 gram serving at least three at least three times a day up to up to five times a day if we are trying to really optimize muscle gain um so that's what's considered a serving is around the 25 to 30 grams mark um if you want to think of like how much protein do i need in the day a good target is going to be 1.5 grams of protein per kg of body weight so if you're someone who's 80 kgs body weight that means that you're looking for 120 grams of protein in total throughout the day and you can break that up into um at least three if not four or five 25 gram servings at each meal the reason for getting a full serving it it stimulates muscle protein synthesis which is it's like turning on that system that helps us repair and grow muscle how you want to hit that 25 grams um so examples of how you can hit that is would be like having 250 grams of zero percent fat greek yogurt having 150 grams of chicken having a protein shake having eight ounces of steak having a uh, 120 grams of salmon that's going to mean having a tin of tuna that's going to have you hitting your 25 gram serving of protein um there's also like loads of like loads of protein sources on the market right now you have loads of protein yogurts and puddings and um protein shakes that make it really easy for us to actually hit our protein targets so step number two after we've covered our protein bases is micronutrients what are micronutrients they are the vitamins and minerals that we get from the foods that we eat so they are the things that our body needs to optimize our health Um, we're going to get micronutrients from things like fruit veg legumes these are so densely packed with vitamins and minerals that are so so good for us Um, legumes are things like your beans your chickpeas your lentils Um, so how much like how much of these do we need per day so we want to be getting at least five five servings of fruit and veg per day Um, i actually think it would be better to be getting more than that if you can get seven let's say two servings of fruit and five servings of veg per day um then you're going to be doing better five in my opinion is is on the low side um what's a serving a serving of fruit and veg is 80 grams um so it's not actually that hard for us to get like seven or eight servings of fruit and veg per day if you're having a big salad or a big stir fry you're going to be getting a good few servings of 80 grams in there um 
key to this is we don't want to be getting the same servings every single day we want to vary it up a bit we want as much variety in there as we can possibly have because it means that we're getting lots of different vitamins and minerals in and we're not just repeatedly getting the same ones Um, and this is going to mean that we're covering our bases in terms of not being deficient in different things if we were to only have apples and oranges every day and no other fruit then we'd be missing out on important vitamins and minerals from the other fruits if we only had to have carrots and parsnips every day then we'd be missing out on all the goodness that we're going to get from all the other vegetables that we could be having um a diet that is rich in fruit and veg um can lower blood pressure can reduce the risk of heart disease and stroke can prevent certain types of cancer can aid digestive health and can help to build up our immune systems so it has so many benefits um adding color to your meals it will help you live longer colorful fruits and vegetables contain really important phytonutrients which protect us from chronic diseases help protect against cancer and heart diseases Um, and research shows that food patterns um, that include lots of fruit and veg are associated with reduced risk of so many chronic diseases Um, so we really cannot like cannot turn our heads um, away from the facts we need to be making sure we're having loads of fruit and veg we want to be getting all the colors we want to have the red ones the strawberries um the red onions the grapes the red peppers we want to have the orange and yellow um so you're thinking about your yellow peppers your oranges we want our green um our apples we want our grapes we want our spinach our broccoli we want our blues and our purples so things like our beetroot our blueberries we want our white and our browns which is going to be like our onions our cauliflowers our parsnips we want the variety of all the colors so that we can get as many different vitamins and minerals as possible also remember that frozen is good as well um it's every bit as nutritious sometimes even more than the fresh stuff so no matter what the time of year there's no reason that we can't um get plenty fruit and veg in if it's not if the fresh stuff isn't as good at a certain time of the year just lean a little bit more on the frozen stuff if you're worried about things going off frozen stuff is so handy as well um a pro tip is think in twos try to get at least two servings with every meal so two in the morning two at lunch um two for breakfast two for lunch and two for dinner and then you can have some snacks of fruit and veg as well but if you can make sure that you're getting some in with your breakfast in the morning it just gets the day off to a good start and it means that it's easier for you to hit that total target um that total intake that you want for the day um another pro tip is keep fruit where you can see it so that it's an easy thing for you to grab as a snack rather than reaching for something like a biscuit um no issues with biscuits but if we are always having the chocolate and the biscuits and the potatoes instead of reaching for fruit for some of our snacks then it means that we're missing out on really important vitamins and minerals that we could be having um having chopped up fruit in the fridge as a snack is so handy as well um another thing that's a really good practice to get into is buying one new fruit or veg each week that you haven't had the previous week so that you can make sure that you're getting that variety and that you are being a bit of interest with your fruit and veg as well um step number three then we've covered the p which is our proteins we've covered the m which is our micronutrients now we're on to the f which is our fats there are lots of of important health functions um in the body that fats have so it is involved in an awful lot of things so we want to aim to make sure that we are including some healthy fats in our diet 
to help optimize our health. Um, it's shown to lower the risk of developing heart disease, um, improves our blood cholesterol levels, supports our gut health, helps with our blood sugar control, reduces inflammation and helps support our immune systems as well. So, so many key benefits from dietary fats. We want to aim to get about 25 to 30 percent of our daily calories from fats. So if you're someone who tracks your calories and you know you're aiming for 2000 calories a day, then you want to consume about 500 calories from fat, um, which is going to be about like 56 grams of fat for someone who's on a 2000 calorie diet. If you're not tracking your calories or you don't track anything like that, then just make sure you're including some healthy fats each day. Um, Some good sources are going to be cheese like feta cheese are going to be nuts um nut butters seeds avocados salmon eggs things like dark chocolate all really good sources of dietary fat now we're going on to our final step which is c our carbohydrates so we've covered proteins we've covered micros we've covered fats and now we're on to carbs so that's going to be the fourth thing we think of when we're designing our meals first thing we're thinking i want a decent serving of protein 25 grams next thing we're thinking of is i want some micros in there i want some fruits some veggies some legumes next thing we're thinking i want some healthy fats bit of avocado bit of cheese then we're on to a bit of carbs in there as well so carbs are a really important source of fiber they aid in digestive health they're a great energy source they promote heart health um reducing our ldls and increasing our hdl cholesterols they help boost our mood they promote serotonin production and promote cognitive health as well um so in terms of like how much carbs we're going to have we want to think okay once we've covered our bases from our proteins our micros and our fats the rest of our calories for the day then can be made up of our carbohydrates um and if you're someone who tracks your calories then you're going to know how many calories you're going you're going to be able to allocate from carbohydrates if you don't track your calories then just make sure that you're following that four-step process and you're including some carbs in your diet as well where people might have gone wrong in the past is that the carbs would be the biggest thing on their plate like the most of their plate would be made up of carbs they'd be a big bowl of pasta and a tiny bit of chicken or no chicken at all um, and no veggies and no healthy fats in there so we don't want the fats to be the biggest portion of things on the plate we want there to be some some uh, we don't want the carbs to be the biggest thing on the plate we want there to be some carbs but we want to be also thinking about our proteins our micros and our fats Um, good quality carbs are going to include things like white potatoes um, sweet potatoes fruits um, beans whole grain bread rice um whole grain pasta things like muesli granola um all those um good quality carbs things like oats um are all really nice sources of carbs so that's everything that you have to think of when you're designing a meal if you can apply that to every meal that you have or to most of the meals that you have then you're going to be doing really well because you're going to be getting your protein serving you're going to be getting your vitamins and your minerals you're going to be getting some healthy fats and then you're going to have some carbs in there for energy and for fiber as well um if you're thinking of what breakfast could i have that that hits all these bases so if you're thinking of a breakfast you could have like for your protein greek yogurt or eggs or turkey bacon um or protein powder or smoked salmon for your micros you could have a bit of fruit um or if you're having an 
omelette, a bit of veg. Um, for your fats, you could have something like peanut butter or nuts or seeds or avocado. And for your carbs, you could have something like oats or Weetabix or bland flakes or whole grain bread. So you want to combine a meal out of those things. So that could be porridge with protein powder with some berries and some peanut butter on top. And that means you're covering all your bases. For a lunch, um, how you could cover all your bases. So pro- a protein could be some lean meat, some fish, some eggs. Micros could be any fruit or veg or salad. Fats could be avocado or cheese or salmon. Carbs could be whole grain bread or a bagel or a wrap or pasta or rice. And for making a meal out of that, you could have something like um, a chicken salad, uh, a whole grain chicken salad sandwich with, we'll say, so we've got whole grain bread for our so let's follow the method. We're going to have chicken for our protein. We're going to have um, some salad for our micronutrients. We're going to have some cheese for our fats. And we're going to have some whole grain bread for our carbohydrates. And then we might have some fruit on the side for more micronutrients. If we're going to have a dinner, um, what could we be thinking? We could be having something like uh, for our protein, beef. We could be having for our micronutrients, a big load of stir fry veg. For our fats, we could have um, maybe we could sprinkle some cashew nuts over it. And for our carbs, we could have something like rice. So there are examples of how you can follow this method, implement it, into, implement it into your day and really make sure that you're covering all your bases nutritionally with each meal. So I hope that was helpful, guys. I will catch you all in the next episode. Any questions, don't don't be afraid to shoot me a message over on Instagram. I'm always in my messages. And thank you for joining me on this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Claire O'Sullivan podcast. I hope you are enjoying it. If you are, please make sure you hit subscribe and drop us a review and we will catch you in the next episode.